This is a broadcast of SmallCapVoice.com, a financial communications and investor relations firm. SmallCapVoice.com receives payment for investor relations and financial consulting services that it provides to its clients. You should assume that officers, directors, and employees of SmallCapVoice.com or financial analysts mentioned and their families hold a position and intend to trade in these securities for their own accounts. This is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell securities. Information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be nor should it be construed as investment advice. As in all investments, an investment in the featured company carries an investment risk. Listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This broadcast does not purport to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used and statements of fact have been obtained from the featured company and other sources but not verified nor guaranteed by smallcapvoice.com as to completeness or accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice. You're wired in smallcapvoice.com. Following is a presentation of smallcapvoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support. Now, with your online business briefing, smallcapvoice.com's Stuart T. Smith. Welcome back, everybody, to another online business briefing brought to you by smallcapvoice.com. We're welcoming back to the show Global Consortium Incorporated, ticker symbol GCGX. If you want to learn about the building blocks, the business model, the markets they operate in, go ahead and refer back to that earlier audio interview. Today, we're going to be focusing on a lot of the recent news for the company, but specifically, we're going to be talking about their operations in Sacramento, California. Uh, if you look on the press wire, You'll see most recently out here in the month of September, the company negotiated a five-year lease in Sacramento. Let's get the color to that press release and learn more about the operations there from the CEO of the company, Matt Dwyer. Matt, welcome to the show and thanks for taking the time to call in. Thanks for having me back, Stuart. Appreciate it. Absolutely. So let's talk about all things Sacramento. How are things coming along out there? Obviously not as fast as we want, but in the grand scheme of things, they're coming along really good. The building looks great. We released a video on Twitter the other day that kind of showed from when we bought the first extractor machine when we were going to create Nuco Oil before we bought Indulge Oils. And then obviously about a month and a half later, we purchased the Indulge Oil, so we didn't need Nuco, we just used Indulge. So then it goes on to show the beginning of the building with the giant empty space, and then it just goes on through the months of uh, 18 and 19 to kind of where we are today, where they were finishing the electrical and finishing from the screw up for the first electrician and painting and putting stripes on the walls and just really making it uh, what first class. So, all in all, it's, it's coming along good. So, when it does come online here pretty much any day, it'll, it'll be a, a first class operation. Well, very good. I guess the first thing you're waiting for, the first domino anyways, would be that certificate of occupancy. Can we get an update on that? Yes. The certificate of occupancy was unfortunately delayed when the electrician, first electrician realized he installed the wrong typing and the wrong wiring. At least that's what we knew at the time. Come fast forward after that, through a pre-inspection, we come to learn a whole host of other things that were done wrong that had to get redone which is why the CEO has not been called for at this time. So the electrician's in there buttoning up, putting in light switches that had to be added, running conduit to the wires, 
for the exit signs and just a bunch of little things. But when you're in a space that's 5,000 square feet and you're pulling all your electrical from the other, the middle of the building, which is the additional space we just uh, leased out the other day, it takes a little bit of time. And plus, always when you have to tear down old work to put in new work, it's time to show me the cost of it, and I have to pay to tear it out, and you got to pay to put it back in. So we're going to hit with two things. We're going to hit with time and, and money at the same time. But to their word, uh, they will be done today because they have another job they have to go to. So they'll be done today. They're going to spend the weekend just touching up all the paint, making sure everything's good, and they'll call for the inspection uh, next week or whatever day the inspector's ready to come out. They'll come out and they'll do it. And uh, we feel very confident that when he comes out, He'll give us that uh, okay, and we'll get our CO and be operational uh, in October. Well, so that leads to the next question then. So indulge oils as well as infused edibles, they're going to be taking up a portion of this uh, the square footage. How are things coming along with them? Are they ready to rock when you get your CO? Indulge oil is ready to go. Our big thing with indulge is Tom went around last year and began setting up uh, – uh, agreements with companies for bulk oil, uh, for white label deals, for carts. And through to the state not issuing uh, either licensing or CLs, not because of any issues, but because of time and delays on the state side, nobody's come online to backfill all those old orders. So I think you said we have about 90, you know, he'll go 90% of all the orders we put together last year. So our big thing will be we won't even, when we first turn on and operate, we won't have enough to fill the orders we currently have. Then we'll bring in the other machine that we were bringing in last year that we had to keep out of the place because we would have failed our inspection had we had that in there. Um, And we'll bring that machine in, and that will help fill in a lot of other orders. And then when we get uh, distribution up and running, then we can fill in uh, some other orders that we have. So it's going to be more of a a domino effect. We get um, manufacturing going, and inside of manufacturing, we can do not only oils, we can manufacture edibles. So then we have to build in a couple walk-in coolers, and then we can start doing the edibles in there. So we probably won't have infused edibles operational in there or operating uh, packaging products under infused edibles, I should say, till probably January. So the rest of this year will be built out of just manufacturing oil and then getting the uh, distro and delivery sweeps up and running, and then January of next year, we'll work on getting the uh, cultivation suite up and going. Well, very good. Let's change gears a little bit. Let's talk about the corporation itself. We've spoken with you in the past. Let's get an audit update from you, which then leads me to an uplisting scheduling. Uh, Any updates on on the audit or the uplist? The audit is probably the most painful thing I've had to go through this year, not from a company standpoint. We supplied everything. The way I structured this was to have a very easy audit on uh, the global side. The company we acquired last year was not operational until April, so it had no back history. Global itself, uh, the prior entity was all cleaned up and ready to go, had very minimal operations going on in it. So the audit side there was good. When we acquired Infuse, now we're dealing with a private company that obviously does its accounting a certain way, and then you're in cannabis also, so now you're having to go back and fill in for cash transactions uh, and old inventory schedules that are, you know, you're asking somebody to give you an inventory schedule when they didn't keep one before, so they 
going back to all the receipts. And then you topple that off with an accounting company that claims that it could do the work, and it could do basic accounting work, but it couldn't do the accounting work on a uh, public side or put the material together for the audit. So we lost a lot of time with that, and that delayed us in getting our even basic financials filed on time this year. I think we filed our annual in June and our, uh, I think we filed the first quarter in July, then the second quarter, you know, just right by the end of the time in August. So now we're working with changing companies to another entity that was recommended by the auditing company we did retain, uh, who we've never really gotten them to actually get going on Global Yet. We haven't been able to get them, I think, information that we feel comfortable that they can actually work with having a lot of uh, work done to fix or change it. So we're hoping to get back on track on the audit in this coming month, which would then lead to get the audit done, uh, the price is there, we, we meet the price guideline, we need to get the audit done, and then we can upgrade immediately to the QB, and then once we're on the QB, then we'll let the businesses grow a little bit and then talk to uh, council and figure out where our next move is from there. Our ultimate goal is to get on off of OTC altogether and onto onto uh, NASDAQ, we qualify on our asset level. We qualify on our on our income level. Obviously, we don't have stock price, but we want to bring manufacturing up online. Now, let me define this a little bit because I got a little a lot of emails on this. The company's overstated. We do not own any cannabis licenses, and we do not touch the plant. So the way the building works is we lease the building in California. We have an option to buy the uh, the twenty five thousand square feet with what size that option over the next year. Therefore, then we then lease the building to the company that has the, ma- that has the license and that actually does the manufacturing for uh, Indulge and will do it again for Infuse. So where does that leave Global? Global is going to get a percentage. We're just a marketing company at this point, so we market our brand. The brands are currently Infuse and Indulge. We were trying to work with Half-Baked. I don't know if we're going to still work with Half-Baked. A lot of time has gone on. I don't even know where they're at. Really haven't communicated with Night Foods only because we don't have a CO. So there was nothing we could actually do together. Once we actually have the CO, you know, maybe we will, maybe we won't. We just don't know. But in the meantime, we have indulged in the fees. So don't in the fees for a marketing company. That's what we do here at uh, Global Republic. But we get a significant part of the revenue on that. Um, it'll be somewhere, I'm, I'm assuming it'll be close to a uh, 60 40, 50 50 deal, something like that. But that's how Global gets its revenue. We're not actually a manufacturer, but we do lease the building. We own the equipment. Uh, and then we have to sublease it to a company that actually has licensing. Because the other thing is, even if we were to try to have licensing everything in our name, the only people who could work in the building are people who are residents of California. Tom, who's our COO, he's a resident, but you need other people. Like, I could never go out there and work because I'm not a California resident. That's kind of how global works and makes it funny. I just wanted to get that out. Well, listeners, once again, we're speaking with Matt Dwyer, CEO of Global Consortium Incorporated. We've been talking about America's first cannabis mall, which is going to be located in Sacramento, California. Be sure to follow up with us here at smallcapvoice.com. You can email your questions to info at smallcapvoice.com, or you can reach us directly at 512-267-2430. We'll get those questions in front of Matt for the next audio interview. Matt, thanks so much for your time today. We appreciate your insight into what's going on with everybody there at Global Consortium Incorporated. As always, Stuart, appreciate it. Look forward to the next one. Absolutely. For Matt Dwyer, this is Stuart Smith saying thanks so much for listening. 
SmallCapVoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support, provides its clients with the highest level of service. Our audio interviews are disseminated to one of the largest opt-in audiences available today. How? We at SmallCapVoice.com believe in aligning and affiliating ourselves with other leaders within the investor relations community. By sharing resources, each affiliated firm is made that much stronger and each client is served that much better. Our focus is to identify and provide the very best financial services and solutions available to clients and their shareholders. For more information about our services, please call us at 512-267-2430 or visit us on the web at www.smallcapvoice.com.